Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of I'm Thinking of Spoiling Things. Here we are spoiling the Oscars as a whole? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really spoiling anything <laughs> this week, but it's the Oscars um, special. We're spoiling continuity, I guess, is the thing that we are spoiling. Um, so... Vaughn came to me with an idea, so because Vaughn is is in the biz and is all up in the awards biz, and I have the the Stacks Awards, which as we know is the premier awards of award season. Absolutely. Um, and we've already given out an award, which we gave famously to Zeros and Ones <laughs> as the, the best film of the year. <laughs> Stand by is, it. Uh, same, same. I agree. Um, so therefore, we're going to do a different thing. So Vaughn, what is the different thing we're doing? Hi, I'm Stephen. Uh, and I'm Vaughn, as you just introduced me. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, because I did not feel like doing w- the same thing we did last year, which was just our Oscar yeah. predictions, um, because I've been doing so much award stuff, I was like, let's do something yeah. different. And, and you didn't make good on your bet anyway, so it was a waste of time. <laughs> I will, but uh, <laughs> it's very late at this point. <clears throat> but I don't plan on just forgetting that completely. Okay, I think you um, do, but fine. <laughs> um so I decided to instead just steal something from our friends. Um, yes. <laughs> so if anyone is also listening to the Twin Geeks music show, they have been doing a thing recently where they have been doing mm-hmm. drafts for different years of music and yeah. getting lists together and having their listeners vote on who had the better draft team list. So I thought, what if we did that? But for Oscar for winners. The Oscars. Yes. So... You set the constraints of 2000 to this to last year, not this year, because it yes. hasn't happened yet. It happens tomorrow, um, as of release, not of recording. Um, and we're going to go through some of the main character categories. I'm not going to the major categories because that's insulting because we're not doing shorts because because we don't care because they're equally <laughs> important. But etc. Um, etc. Uh, et yeah, I narrowed it down. Some. Narrowed it down to ten categories, and I have combined yeah. screenplay to include adapted or original. Which is a um, smart decision. Yeah, so, and so so we'll go through them and as we go along, and I'll read them out just now. But basically, we will go through each category, and we will each choose. Pick a film. We, yeah, we'll each draft our film into our team, basically. And, and is it a winning film or a nominated film? Winning films only. Winning films only. Okay, so I yes. can't say Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius <laughs> from two thousand and one. No, you cannot. Um, and then also. The kind of catch is that once we have drafted a film, it is locked into that category and is gone from the pool. So, Which if... I could do tactically. I could be like, there you go. Wallace and Gromit, the curse of the were-rabbit, is taken forever. Exactly. That's definitely the one that's going to come up in multiple categories. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the idea. Is If I choose a film for a category, then Steven can't put it in any other category. How do we win? Uh, the listeners will decide who wins. I will. Excellent. I will put a poll up on probably on my Twitter, and I will link it in the description of this podcast. Or you can just go to my Twitter at zero zebra, and you can find that poll and vote the, on the it. same as your letterboxd account. That makes sense. Yes, exactly. Um, um, and you can vote on who you think has the better list. And remember, it's not about who you prefer because I don't want Vaughn to win. <laughs> i can't i mean we can tell them that but we can't control the votes i have no way of knowing how any of you will vote 
please, please vote for her for better list. Not just but yes, the idea is is who has the better not, list. Not just Vaughn because he's less competitive and a nicer man. <laughs> that's that's not that's not how this works. Okay, all right, I get the rules. So the categories we are doing are. Are you throwing to me? I totally just didn't pick that up. The categories uh, we are doing are. <laughs> Uh, best animated feature, best international feature, best score, best cinematography, best supporting actress, best supporting actor, best actor, best actress, best screenplay, adapted or original, and best picture. And we have the years 2000 to 2022 to play from. Correct. Excellent. Um, and the gimmick is we're not picking what we think is the best, but what we think others would support. I mean, I guess it's however you want to play it. If if, if you want I to mean, go with your list and you think people will support your list, or no, well then you can you can play however you want, Stephen. You know, Ma- Magic Mike's last dance. <laughs> Magic um, Mike's last dance. There you go. Wins best animated feature. So we're gonna start with. Should we coin flip the beginning? Because that is a good idea if you have a coin bite near you i guess i can pull up a coin flip on google or something oh my god i hate i hate the internet um, i mean it's not ideal i would also prefer to have a coin but i don't think i have one i've got uh, go. within reach what a little is that a little seven inch vinyl or is that a coaster or is it both it is both okay so, <laughs> all right would you like the side that has the the label on it or the side without the label on it i have to know what's the vinyl what is it? I, I think it's just nothing. I think it's just... Oh, it's okay. The Nostalgics Cover and Protect. There you go. It's, it's, it was a Secret Santa gift once. There you go. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take the pink side. The coasters. Okay. <laughs> you win. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I hope that, that sound ended up in the recording. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> So, best animated feature. All right. Best animated feature. Oh, I wow. You've I've got, got them them. there. I've got I them. pulled them up on Letterboxd. in front of me. Um, but if you want to look at your wikipedia so this is a good a good one because it only comes in from 2001 onwards yes so this is actually all of them yeah this Um, is everything we have which is is funny because a a great pub quiz question is the first animated feature film (laughs) (laughs) shrek (laughs) it goes straight from shrek to spirited away (laughs) and then becomes the pixar award yeah um, Uh. basically um this is an annoying one because i think here there are three that could just there there are three obvious like fan favorites i would say and it's which of the fan favorites you think going to be the favorite but it's your choice first interesting but to me i, th- I there think there's more than three films. but I, I think there are lots of good films here but i think there are three that i could see people picking between okay um well i have the first pick so i am absolutely going with spirited away yeah that's one of them then i'm going to go for spider-man is the spider Verse. okay yeah and i think the, the third for me would be toy story 3 because i think that also has a huge amount of um, adoration oh, really? behind it okay i think those those are the big three your wallies and your ratatouilles are obviously very very popular that's true your was and gromit because the were rabbit um is very very popular um your racist film about animals is very popular your racist film about humans <laughs> I was like, so oh. is, very, is, is very very popular um, so Zootropolis and Soul are both very very popular um, but now I'm going to go for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yeah. that would be definitely my number two I, th- I would Looking... put Ratatouille at number three but Toy Story 3 is a good, a good pull as I, well I think maybe I would agree with you to say it's due over but I think Toy Story 3 has so much goodwill behind it that I it's think, more yeah. of a, peop- a people's pick um, I forgot Toy Story 4 won it's 
okay. I, no. Yeah, I can tell you what it won up against if you're interested. I am interested. So Toy Story 4 was the winner against How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, and Missing Link. So not the hmm. strongest of years of nominated films. Who knows what it was for actually um, films that came out. Um, it's a good time to reflect on the animated winners in general over the last 22 years. It definitely presents a narrative of which animation is for children, which is yeah. somewhat depressing. It um, is. It's also somewhat depressing that the only Studio Ghibli film that we see here is Spirited Away. Yeah. There have been several Ghibli films since that point. I mean, not an amazing amount because yeah, you know, so they're what... not the most common. Howl is so after that, isn't it? Howl's is that Frozen Castle. beat Kaguya? Is that right? That seems that's, crazy. That's that's, but again, not surprising. I think it's not. Kaguya, that's that's Wind Wind Rises um, oh, well, was nominated I mean, that year, which I know you don't like that much, but. And Kaguya was the year after, so Big Hero Six. Yeah, beats I mean the neither of those. Yeah. Kaguya, and even Marnie was there. Is well, actually, mm, actually, 2015, I would have picked Anomalisa, which I absolutely adore. Mm, haven't seen. Um, Ah, oh, it's a fab- absolutely fabulous movie. And then 2016, you have My Life as a Courgette. My Life as a Zucchini, oh, yeah. it's called in your part of the which is a- And also yeah, Kubo, great, which great is movie. a brilliant film. And also The Red Turtle, which is a brilliant film. Also Moana, which is pretty good. And Zootopia is not very good. Yeah, that um, is the worst of those. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> for of that. sure. But, uh, and, but 2017 is... So we see this actually change of actually... Really interesting films get nominated, just don't win. So 2017, Coco, which I do think is brilliant. I like um, Coco, yeah. Wins. But you also have The Breadwinner and Loving Vincent, which are very interesting movies. Um, so it's a more diverse array of nominations yeah. than it actually is winners. Um, I think Coco's brilliant. I would have perhaps liked The Breadwinner to have won because it's a more important kind of like statement about animation. Um, this year, it's going to be Pinocchio. You'll find out tomorrow. Um, as much as I think that movie is bad, I think that's an, an interesting decision for them to go for. I mean, I think at least, even regardless of, I know you are annoyed by Pinocchio and <laughs> some of the narrative oh, stuff. Like it's beautifully it's animated. I think that's yeah, undeniable. It, it so, and they do, and as we know, the Oscars give awards to the most. So it is the most animated film. <laughs> it is. Like Pinocchio that's true. Is is the most animated film? Though actually, on a technical level, I think the animation in Marcel is really, really stunning in terms of. I don't know how they managed to combine the stop motion with the amount of like live action. Yeah handheld camera fluidity like i don't know how they made marcel i can watch documentaries of how they made pinocchio and I, it's, it's impressive because it's just a matter of like labor right. and person hours um but marcel though i think i'm not a very good movie um is very technically impressive on an animation level of what it's doing with animation yeah i agree i, I don't i mean i like marcel a lot it's not my favorite pick for animated but that's that's a great point in terms of yeah the uh, how impressive it is that it blends those two things together yeah, Turning Red is my pick, by the way, as you know. Um, I like Turning Red, I love, too. I, I love Turning Red. So, animated pictures. So you've got to put it away, and I've gone for Spider-Man Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. That's going to be um, a contentious one, I think, among among the listeners. Yeah, I'd be interested. I mean, please, I mean, even write in, because that's a fun way to, to yes, respond. Um, but also just, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, we, we, will, um, we will add you anecdotally to the poll if you want to write in, because I know that not everyone uses Twitter, some for moral reasons, because you're better people than us. Um so please make it clear that you've not voted in the Twitter poll if you are going to email in something and add you to the number. Yeah, that would be much appreciated. Or maybe I can find a better way to do a poll that includes people who do not use Twitter. Um, but yeah, it, whatever the poll res- poll is, it will be in the description of the podcast. So 
Um, okay, so next we've got best international feature, and I've got these pulled up, and so let's see, so 2000 would be starting with, oh, it's cut off Crouching Tiger, which is such a bummer. Um, we start with starting with No Man's Land, which is a movie that I don't know of at all. Oh, sorry, I looked at the list and I saw Life is Beautiful, and I was like, ugh. Oh, that's um, several years back, yeah. But yeah, so we're we're, we're starting with oh, War and Peace one. Can I pick War and Peace? Uh, nope, you can't. <laughs> Can I pick Closely Watched Trains? I even love that movie. Um, oh, so Z? I think. Oh, so animation was kind of its own category because I don't think any of those films appear anywhere else. But here's like the first point where we're gonna yeah. be. If you pick some stuff here, it's going to be locked out of future categories. Can I, can I just say, if we yeah. go before 2001 for a while, and this is not about voting, but if you look at the history of this award, it's actually the history of Best Picture winners. Um, if you go back, so you've got Bicycle Thieves. Yeah. You've got Rashomon, um, La Strada, Knights of Kiberia, Mon Oncle. Oh, I love Mon Oncle. Black Orpheus. I didn't know that one. Virgin Spring, Fur Glass Darkly, Eight and a Half. Close Watch Trains, War and Peace, Zed, Citizen of Ob- Suspicion, Discreet Charm Bourgeoisie, Day for Night, Amacor, oh, Dersu Azala, um, blah, 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 some tin drama I don't love, but interesting film, um, Fanny Alexander, Babette's Feast, which I've not seen yet, but people love, Cinema Paradiso, um, and, and, I mean, the, I think the point is very well made, of actually this is such a better history of interesting film. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> And then it's only when Parasite comes along that, that things change a little bit, obviously. Um, all My Mother, I love All My Mother. So we're starting with this film. With that No Man's Marissa, Land, which, yeah, I don't know anything about. That I don't it know what that is. Like, like, one person that I follow has watched it from Bosnia. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, and that's Dylan that's watched it. Cool. Um, all right, Dylan, tell me about that. So yeah, so this is your Sots- pick first. What I are forgot you going that to... Sotsi had won this. That's an interesting one. So this is really difficult because I don't know if there's that many, dare I say, fan favourites here. Um, but I yeah. am actually... Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of tempted by a separation because I do think a separation is a really outstanding film. And I'm kind of tempted by Roma. Um, mm. But because I, I'm going to go for a really bold choice and i am gonna bag parasite here wow all right locking parasite in at the top because i think you're gonna go for drive my car i'm gonna wait for you to make your pick before i say anything i don't want to pick parasite later for best picture because i have a, a film i want more than it mm, but that works out badly for me if then I don't get the coin flip on Best Picture. I've not done the maths to work out if that one's my category or not. Um, which I, I mean, it also, do, your actually. pick could get locked beforehand. Um, I don't know what your pick I is, but don't it could end up in another category. I don't think it will. Can you work out the maths for me? Do I have Best Picture first pick or not? Uh, let's see. So International Feature is yours. That's mine. Yours. Mine. Yours. Mine. Yours. Mine. That's yours. Best Picture Excellent. is your pick. So I'm going to go for Parasite, please. All right. There are movies uh, here that I love. I absolutely love Ida. I absolutely love Son of Saul. Amor is a really brilliant movie. Um, this is a, a great list. Really great list. Yeah, there's some good stuff on here. The Secret in Their Eyes is really good. I um, do like that movie a lot. That is very good. I, I mean, honestly, I, I was expecting you to pick another eating, round. Yeah. Um, I I don't see the people giving it that support. I don't see That's the fair. for it. You're playing for the people. I, I'm playing for I'm myself. I'm a selfish. 
So maybe you're you're playing for the people and my playing for myself combined with people voting for me because they like me more. They'll exactly. balance out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you're correct. I was going to go for drive my car. Yeah, I mean, but I also think that is a people's favorite as well. I think I mean, Drive My Car is excellent, hugely popular, hugely acclaimed, one of the yeah. most acclaimed films of the last few years. Oh, best score is very best hard. Best score. Uh, let me pull up a list. Best score winners. I don't want ranked. Best original score, not best adapted score. <laughs> that will be wild. It's for the jukebox musicals only, I guess. Um, oh, this is a this is a not category. very good list, actually. Let's see. So where are we? We're starting with Fellowship of the Ring, which actually is an absolutely stunning score. So Fellowship of the Ring, Frida, Return of the King, Find Neverland, Brokeback, Babel, Atonement, Slumdog, Up. What is that movie? That's uh, the Social Network. Social Network. Why have you got such a terrible poster for it? That's awful. Um, the artist, nice. like Life of Pi, Gravity, Gravity, the best. Hateful Eight, really? La La Land, Shape of Water, Black Panther, that's a horrible poster. Joker, Soul, yep. and Dune. I didn't realize Hateful Eight won best. I don't even know who did that score. Um, off the top it was of me, head, actually. What's that? It was me. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So this is my pick first. Oh, I mean... Morricone did it. Of course he did. Yeah. I've got a couple of things that I could go for here. Um, I guess if I want to play for the people, um, but I don't I think you, I can. I, I think thought, I can stray from. I my thought original. you weren't playing for people. I'm, I you're think right. I know what you're going to go for here, and it is an excellent, excellent choice. I mean, the two things actually. There's kind of three things that I was kind of going between. Um, I don't think I could really go wrong with either of them, but I think I have okay. to go for the social network. I, yeah, I thought so. It's, it's an yeah. absolutely astonishing score. Absolutely astonishing. Um, I am going to actually follow my heart a bit here. I think it has a classical, like, timeless beauty to it. I think about it often. I think it is generally one of the greatest songs of all time. I'm going to go for The Fellowship of the Ring. It's a great pick. Yeah, I think it is too. an absolutely astonishing piece of film music that transcends film music into being, like, a genuinely brilliant piece of just like classical scoring uh i think this fell of the ring soundtrack specifically because it introduces those motifs uses them so well in the film it's just an astonishing work it is beautiful um, yeah really really beautiful um do you know some of the the films that almost made it that are kind of interesting here yeah absolutely on the years so the ones that i would have picked through the times i think that if bill street could talk score is absolutely astonishing okay um, that didn't win. We have the repeated um, snubbing of Johnny Greenwood. Um, it's interesting yeah. that we we see some composers return a lot here, and Greenwood does not come back. So Phantom Fred could have won. Um, oh, the Jackie score is very very good. The Moonlight score is fabulous. Nicholas Patel. Um, the Carter Burwell score for Carol. It's a lot of big names coming yeah. up. Um, the Zimmer Interstellar score is is one it's of his really better good, yeah. scores. is really really good. Though the Grand Budapest score is is really really fabulous. Yeah, Grand um, Budapest would probably be my number three. Number two would would be. It La is. La it Land. is. It is. Yeah. It, again, absolutely fabulous. Um, I'm trying to see, do we actually have going back to see some of my faves coming up? It's they they do go for the certain type, don't they? Yeah, of, definitely. Of not that interesting. A lot of the same names. Your Zimmers, some Elfmans, some Williamses, um, eh, no Mika Levy, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. 
So what won that year? That would have been Gravity. I mean, I don't even know if Under the Skin was nominated, but it wasn't. No, yeah. um, you've got Not Thief, her Philomena, and Save Her's a very good score. Agree. Um, same as the Banks. Um, I mean, they're all fine, but yeah, yeah, John Williams just keeps turning up again and again and again. <laughs> um, in 2014, Alexandre de, Alexandre de um, beat himself. Oh, um, really? His score for Grand Budapest was probably better than his score for Imitation Game, um, wow. which I would believe. Um, which, I mean, it happens somewhat. You know, happens other times. People beat themselves. Yeah. People, you know, hardworking composers working hard. Um, my controversial take is that I don't care for the Joker score. Um, Interesting. I think it's pretty good. I don't, I, I don't... What else was nominated that year? I don't care for the... I think, actually, the Marriage Story score, I don't like at all. The Randy oh, Newman score. I, I like think it's bad. Um, okay. I think it's bad. Um, <laughs> I like the Little Women score. And... They nominated Star Wars in 1917, and I'm like, no. 1917's a good score. I don't remember it. Maybe it's great, but that movie left so little impact on me. I like it. <laughs> but yeah. it's not in the running, so we don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to be very amused if All Quiet on the Western Front wins both Best Score and Best Sound. I still need to watch it because it's nominated for so many things. But just imagine how funny it would be if the film about quietness wins Best Score That's and Best Sound. That's true. <laughs> um... That's a good category. That's a lot of oh, good options. Last there. last year, the Power of the Dog score. Oh, last yeah. year they didn't. They didn't nominate the goddamn Spencer score. That Spencer score. Yeah, Bummer. There, there was a lot of great stuff but last year that did not the get best nominated. score last year definitely didn't get nominated. And drive I know we agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, drive my yeah, car. Yeah, drive my car. Yeah, absolutely no, phenomenal score. Unfortunate. I was very disappointed when that didn't even get a nomination. Yeah, yeah. Surprised, disappointed, upset. So there you go. That is best score. I was a bit worried about that one, but yeah, a bit easier than I thought. Um, yeah, good, okay. good, good options. Good options. Uh, I surprised best, myself. Best cinematography is next. Let God, my list so far is so like IMDb two hundred and fifty film, bro. <laughs> Spider Verse, Parasite, and Fellowship. <laughs> well, if you're going for the film bros, that's uh, a yeah. you're nailing it. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe I should have typed in winners after that. Okay. Best cinematography. So the pretty movies. So once again, starting with Fellowship. It's really oh, it's so... unfortunate seeing Crouching Tiger like right right cut out of all of all of yeah. these options. <laughs> all right. So what we got then? We've got Fellowship, Perdition, Master and Commander. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's great. Master and Commander is so awesome. goddamn good, isn't it? <laughs> Aviator, members of Geisha have not seen, Pan's Labyrinth, The Blood, Slumdog, Avatar, Inception, Hugo, Life of Pi, Gravity, Birdman, The Revenant, La La Land, Blade Runner, Roma, and 17, Mank, Dune. I'm not really in love with any of these. Really? I think there's lots of great options here. I, there are lots of great options here, but I'm not like... Mm, nothing you're like drawn to immediately there's nothing I'm just like, yeah, like I guess there's lots of films here I'm like, it's a great looking film, but there's nothing I'm just like yes, that so this is you first, all right? Um, oh, I thought it was you. But oh, is it? Let me yeah. make sure that was mine. Yeah, it's yours. Oh yeah, no, it is mine. Oh, that's difficult. Um, I don't really know because I feel like I'm the bias here of just like I like this movie more is my problem. Um, I am going to go for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Roger Deakins' beautiful photography and lighting, a stunning looking movie. Um, yeah, I'm going to play Blade Runner 
I mean, that's that's a very good pick. I uh, want to keep the film bros. You know? Yeah, I guess you're you're really just going for. I mean, I guess that's also a byproduct of Oscar winners just being in that yeah, category no, to begin with. Um, I could go Deacons v Deacons here. Um, Ooh, which know. one? This is oh, this is really? tough. Oh, okay. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because that's the Deacons. Oh, really? Really? I've got a. I've got a couple of of choices it's interesting is it just a lock if you do like a one take film that that'll be in we got birdman in 1917 yeah it seems so and i eh. um i wasn't neither of those are, are my <laughs> are my debate uh yeah i think i've got three that i'm kind of going between there are some think, very good choices sir. yeah it's it's tough i think I'm gonna go with Pan's Labyrinth. That was that. I almost, I almost, yeah. and then I thought, you know what? If I hadn't picked Blade Runner, would you have picked it? I don't. It, it would have been tough. Um, I think probably I think, my think three were were Pan's Blade Runner and There Will Be Blood would be. My, Those are my three too. Yeah. Those are my three. Oh, there <laughs> you go. All right. Interesting. So Stephen went for Blade Runner. Twenty forty nine. And Insert joke here about that being the sequel, twenty four two thousand nine sequel, etc. Et <laughs> um, All right, so I probably should pull up like a Wikipedia article for this one for actor and actress here. Best um, supporting actor and best supporting actor. people be listed okay. on oh, okay i've got this it. is going to be confusing that's not i've got I've, I've got it open here there's a good wikipedia page that goes for it okay okay here we go that i've been using for all of them oh, 2000s so this is, it gets a bit harder so yeah there's a lot to scroll through in this one since i can't use yeah. the box list so masia gay hadan um in pollock jennifer connelly beautiful mind Catherine Zeta-Jones, Chicago, Renee Zellweger, Cold Mountain, Kate Blanchett, which I just said weirdly, <laughs> The Aviator, um, Rachel Weiss, Constant Gardner, Jennifer Hudson, Dream Girls, Tilda, Michael Clayton, Penelope Cruz, Victor Barcelona, Monique and Precious, of course, um, Melissa Leo, The Fighter, Octavia Spencer, The Help, Anne Hathaway, Les Miserables, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, 12 Years a Slave, Patricia Arquette, Boyhood, Alicia Vikander, The Danish Girl, Fur Davis, Fences, Alison Janney, Itonia, Regina King, Beale Street, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, um, Yun Yijun, Minari, and Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Mm. Tricky. Okay, yeah, this is tricky. Uh, a lot of great actresses in not very good movies. Um, yeah. So this is my pick first. Oh, this is tough. Um, I think there's a couple that I was, that I'm kind of thinking here. Um, maybe I'll go, oh, but I don't know. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with maybe an unexpected pick. No, don't you dare take I'm gonna go with off. Tilda Swinton. No! Michael no! <laughs> Was that yours? <laughs> Excellent. Well, have that's. You, have, you, have you even seen that movie? Yes, I have. Michael Clayton's okay, great. Good. I absolutely adore <laughs> I'm not gonna pick anything I haven't seen. Okay, good. good. So it maybe oh. puts me at a disadvantage, but. Oh, I love that movie. Um, yeah. Damn you. <laughs> absolutely goddamn you. 
Um, well, that, I'm glad that I stole that from you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go for Yun Yuzhong from Minari. Okay, that would have that was like my other one that I was. I was it was that there. or Regina King from Beale Street for me. Sorry, film bros. Yeah, thus ends the film bro streak. Unless the film bros are really into Minari, but I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're more of the Michael Clayton crowd, which I don't really think they're really into that. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's been a while since I've been a film bro. I don't know if they like anymore. Um, All right. So, best supporting actor. Could this be Coda's only win? Well, before I pick it for best picture, of course. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> Do you want me to read them or you got it? Um, I don't have it up yet, so you read. Okay. Uh, we've got Benicio Del Toro for Traffic, Ooh. Jim Broadbent for Iris, Chris Cooper for Adaptation, Tim Robbins for Mystic River, Morgan Freeman for Million Dollar Baby, George Clooney for Siriana, Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine, Javier Bardem for No Country for Old Men, Heath Ledger for The Dark Knight, Christoph Waltz for Inglorious Bastards, Christian Bale for The Fighter, Christopher Plummer for Beginners, Christoph Waltz again for Django Unchained, Jared Leto for Dallas <laughs> Buyers Club, J.K. Simmons for Whiplash, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight, Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Mahershala Ali again for Green Book, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, one more. Uh, two more. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya yeah. for Judas and the Black Messiah, and Troy Kotzer for Coda. I think we got a lot of good picks here. Yeah, um... Do I completely sell out? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> do I do I do I sell out? Oh, I, th- I think I might know what you're thinking, but Should I do it? <laughs> it's me, isn't it? It, is, my <laughs> it pick, is, right? is you. It's your pick. You got it. Hey, film bros, it's me, your buddy, your buddy <laughs> Stephen, and I'm gonna go for my boy Heafy L. My boy oh, okay. Heafy L, right. the Joker. Get Joker for my team. <laughs> I'm so sorry movie. about my Minari pick. I'm going back as Heath Ledger this time. <laughs> <laughs> For my favorite movie, The Dark Knight. Love you, film bros. Heath Ledger. Um, okay. People won't vote so... for me now because they know that I'm a traitor, actually. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't. Oh. It's too late. Oh. I think you've locked it no. in. No, I don't think I have. No, no. Do you want um, to change it? I'll let you change it. It's fine. You can change yeah. it. Um, oh, no, I, I think people would be so... They, they know that that's so... <laughs> well, now they're hearing you backtrack. They know, they know, they know exactly. They they know that it's 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 not real, and I, I can't make it work. Um, I'm going to go for the first Mahashara Ali um, in the moonlight. Okay, that's a, also a great pick. Change that. I, I couldn't in good faith put down Heath Ledger. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, there's so many good options here. Tough, tough, tough. Um, There's still Jared ooh. Letter. I think I'm kind of between two options. Are they both um, Christoph Waltz? Neither. I mean, both great <laughs> options, but neither of them are Christoph Waltz. Um, I don't know if they're both I great th- options, I'll be honest. I think I like Mahershal Ali with his blade hat down here. Um, you can have a green book? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I was just, I noticed his blade hat and I was like, that's cool. Um, I think I'm going to go with Javier Bardem, No Country for Old Men. Ah, yeah, that's an honest film, bro's pick. 
<laughs> you have the film where legitimacy that I like there, because people know that I don't like that movie that much either, so I can go for that. Oh, really? I, don't, I, I must have talked to you about that at some point. But I don't love I, it. I, I like love it. No it's, Country. Yeah. It's one of my least favorite Coens. Um, okay. So, best actor. I just click through here, or am I going to have to search again? I've got it. Academy Award for Best Actor. So I'm going to read through whilst Vaughn finds his way as I scroll all the way to the year 2000. Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Denzel Washington in Training Day. Adrian Brody in The Pianist. Sean Penn in Mystic River. Jimmy Fox in Ray. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Capote. Forrest Whitaker, The Last King of Scotland, Downey Lewis, There Will Be Blood, Sean Penn, Milk, again, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, Crazy Heart, Colin Firth, King's Speech, Jean Desjardins, I always forget that one, The Artist, though not a very strong lineup to go against, though actually that Gary Oldman, George Smiley performance is what he should have won that Oscar for, um, as opposed to, we'll get to that, um, Daniel Day, more like Daniel Bay in Lincoln, McConaughey, Dallas Byers, Eddie Redmayne, Fear of Everything, DiCaprio, finally, according to some, but eh, according to me, in The Revenant, Casey Affleck, because we give it to sex offenders, Matters by the Sea, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, Rami Malek, and Rhapsody. <laughs> because we give it to people who play people who existed. Because we give it to bad performances, and also because of that, Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, Anthony Hopkins and the Father, and then Will Smith in King Richard. Um, Wait, not a, the not a supporting great... picks are way more interesting. These are not very good. Oh, yeah. Oof. So this is um, your pick first. I don't think it is because I went oh, for my boy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's my pick. I think, oh. unfortunately, there's just one really obvious one here. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I might have to and, do it because I don't know. I, I, I don't even think it's it's not even like between anything. It's just most of these are bad and one of them is really really good. <laughs> um, yeah. Or at least I don't like hate all of them, but yeah, I love Gladiator. Um, There's yeah, only one I, choice there. There's only one choice. Yeah, I gotta go for Daniel Day Lewis, and there will be blood. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm tempted by um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Capote. Um, I do like that performance. I do like that film a lot. But I am going to go for Denzel, because he's maybe the greatest actor, modern actor, in Training Day. Um, okay. Which is a really good, really good performance. Um, and Denzel is absolutely brilliant. And if that's the Denzel performance I've got, that's what I'm going for. That is not a bad pick at all. Yeah. Roll all the way back up. Let's find Best Actress. Alright, I can read these off. Alright, we have Julia Roberts in Aaron Brockovich. We have Halle Berry in Monster's Ball. We have Nicole Kidman in The Hours. Charlize Theron in Monster. Hilary Swank in Million Dollar Baby. Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line. Helen Mirren in The Queen. (laughs) Marianne Cotillard in La Vie and Rose. Kate Winslet in The Reader. Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side. Uh, Natalie this Portman. just in kept Black progressively Swan. more boring and then, <laughs> and then, then briefly great. Uh, Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady. 
Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence in Silver Linings Playbook, Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine, Julianne Moore in Still Alice, Brie Larson in Room, Emma Stone in La La Land, Francis McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, Renee Zellweger yeah. in Judy, Francis McDormand again in Nomadland, and Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that. Oh man, oh, that one gets me. This is that was the pick next next to Kristen have Stewart and Spencer. Seen, have I even seen Judy? I forget. I don't know if that film exists. I definitely have not seen Judy. I don't know if I have or not. I don't think I have. Few I have not. I was just checking if I'm just blank out of my mind. That um, seems possible. This is hard. It is. There's like there's a couple of things here. Um, we got a few options, I think. And tempted by Aaron Brockovich. Mm. Um, but I am going to go for Natalie Portman and Black Swan. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's an excellent pick. Whoops. Anyway. Was tempted no. by Kate Blanchett. Also by Brie Larson, but I know that the internet hates Brie Larson, and I want the internet. On the <laughs> that's true. The internet does not like Brie Larson. Mm. Um, hmm. Let's see. I don't. It would be a betrayal, I think, to pick either of the Francis McDormans because Fargo. Yeah, yeah, and neither. Yeah, I don't like either of those movies a whole lot. Um, yeah, same. I think it's maybe between two for me. Okay. Um, probably fairly obvious, but um. I think I'm going to go with Olivia Coleman in the favorite. Oh, really? Okay. What were you between? Uh, my other, I was also considering Emma Stone and La La Land, but I think really uh, okay. I, I like. I mean, I like both those performances. I don't know if I like love either. I would, you know. Well, also, I'm going off what I've seen, so it's not. I honestly have. There's many yeah, I've that I've, s- I have not I've, seen. I've seen. I've seen most of these. Um, some quite yeah. good stuff here. There is some quite good. Even in movies that I don't adore, like The Hours, like yeah, that's it's good. Um, Monster, mm, I could not bring myself to pick. It's not my kind of performance, unfortunately. Right. Um, I've never seen Monsters Ball. I'd like to. Um, obviously, that's a very important pick. Yeah, what was your? But, I guess you you did list a few there. I was going to go for, again, Aaron Brockovich was, was my second. Yeah. I, really, I love that movie and love that performance. Um, it's got a real, real swagger to it. Um, yeah, I mean, Brie Larson in Room is, is a good... I don't love that she, movie. Um, I really? Do you know? Long time. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't love it when I first watched it. I do love that movie. I really do. But it has been many years, so I could just have been wrong. Uh, um, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I just typed Spo at the top of this because you interrupted me and I didn't finish it, so that's what this document so, is yeah. called now. This is going to be a hard one because we've got to juggle between two lists. Yeah. But Letterbox will help us out here, won't it? Um, Alright, best adapted screenplay winners. Let's do this pin to two sides of the screen, please, from Yvonne. Oh yes, I can do that. So, uh, this one... <laughs> the Shrek banner on an animated feature is just wild. It really reflects how that category has been used, though, so it, it, it's it's a really good kind of like commentary on what that's become. Ooh, there we go. Oh, wait, this only goes to 2020. Uh, 
They're all ranked. Stop ranking them. <laughs> I need them in order. Right, let's do. Well, we then do... just just change them to release order. Yeah, so pick any first. Then... Yeah. Wait, is that right? What oh, the hell? Moonstruck. Hell yeah. Oh, I did win at it, not release date. There we go. <laughs> what? So I was like, why is this? This looks wrong. Um, all right, so a lot of a lot of starting Gosford Park. Yes, good. All right, I know what I want to go for. Okay, and then we've got a beautiful mind as our first pick for adapted. Do you want to read the adapted, and then John, I'll read the other one. Yeah, sure. I'll read adapted. So we have a beautiful mind, the pianist, Return of the King, Sideways, Brokeback Mountain, The Departed, No Country for <laughs> Old Men, Slumdog Millionaire, Precious, The Social Network. Um, the full the, the full name of Precious, please. But fine. Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Thank you um, very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's best adapted for. This is the one time we should say. Precious you're right. You know what? You're right. Um, the Social Network, but that's not an option anyway. Uh, the Descendants, Argo, Twelve Years a Slave, The Imitation mm. Game, why Big Short. The, why isn't it an option? Because I chose it for score. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Ah, um, ah. Moonlight that also not an option. Up, yeah. <gasps> um, Damn it! I'm an idiot. Ooh, yeah. It's I forgot how the, I forgot how the game was. <laughs> I ruined yeah. myself. Yeah, here, here we're, now we're locking ourselves out of stuff. Um, yeah, which I, was, I guess so, hasn't yeah. come up as often as I would have I would have liked. Unfortunately, well, it's but... going to come up because my gambit was to pick Moonlight for best picture, so I completely ruined that. <laughs> you forgot the rules. You screwed yourself over. I um, screwed myself over and forgot the rules by picking both Parasite and Moonlight already. <laughs> oh, and dear. also. <laughs> I guess I'm going to pick Return of the King in the best picture, then fine. Um, um, to, to finish up the adapted, Call Me By Your Name, Black Klansman, Jojo Rabbit. Stephen. Jojo Rabbit. The Father and Coda are the adapted winners if you want to yeah. read out to the original screenplay. I do. You have to just, if you could just put it on your screen, please. Is it not? It's right here. It's right here on the side. Can you I not can see it? See... Oh, that's right, because no. it's it's only pulled up the, the window. I thought I could split it, but I couldn't. Oh, I interesting. Know. Alright, so, Gossip Park, great movie, talk to her. Oh, I love that that was up for that. Interesting. I mean, that's a not my favourite Almanova, certainly. Um, book called there, Lost Translation, It's on Sunshine, Crash. Um, the Bad Crash. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's Little Miss Sunshine there, isn't it? Um, yeah. Juno, Hurt Locker, Milk, King's Speech, Midnight in Paris, Django, Unchained. Her, her? Birdman, Spotlight. <laughs> Manchester by the sea. Get out. Green book. Get out. Green book. I agree. Um, Parasite. Get out. Green book. Parasite. Um, Prising woman and Belfast. Belfast is absolutely <laughs> wild at that one. I can't. Belfast. Belfast. Um, okay. Um, let's see who picked first last time. Oh, that was you. So this is yes. first. Tough. There's there's quite a few options here, so I also can't pick no country. Oh, I forgot about that rule. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is a challenge. Um Ooh. You love Crash. Um, I do love David Cronenberg's Crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, can't choose Parasite, which is a real bummer. Um, Good screenplay, though. I mean, you can still pick Coda. I don't like that movie. 
Twelve Years a Slave? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> I, I believe that. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play by my own rules, which are probably me shooting myself in the foot with this one. But um, I think I will go with Get gonna... Out. Oh, very good choice. Well, all right. Just tell me if you want to flip. Yeah, flip. What are we going for? What are we thinking? And flip again. Right, go back. And yeah, based on that, I am going to go for Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. All right. Uh, I get out and Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. All right. Best picture. Best picture winners. Probably, probably Coda. This is backwards, but that's fine. God, this is. So we've got a um, a beautiful mind, Chicago, <laughs> Not Lord seen. of the Rings, The Return of the King, uh, The Bad Crash again, Million Dollar Baby, mm. The Departed, No Country for <laughs> Men, Slumdog Millionaire, The Hurt Locker. King's Speech, The Artist, Marvel, <laughs> Forget the, the, artist. the title. <laughs> Forget the Artist, uh, <laughs> Best Picked. Argo, 12 Years a Slave, Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, The Shape of Water, Green Book, Parasite, Nomadland, and Coda. God, we already have taken all the good options. Yeah, we do not. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot left at this point. <laughs> uh, but it's your pick first. Uh, no, but... it's, it's... I'm I'm glad we yeah we got to this point. I'm glad we saved between, best picture for last. Between two movies, um, I should probably be more honest to myself because I don't, I don't adore Return of the King, and I do adore Fellowship of the Ring. Um, if Fellowship of the Ring was on there, I couldn't take it because I've already taken it. It's true. Um, I am going to have to go for Twelve Years a Slave. Okay. Which I think is a solid choice, and I'm very, very proud of myself picking it. Twelve years of slave. Boy, I do not know what I am going to go for. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a lot of options that I'm like very <laughs> confidently excited about at this point. Departed. Departed. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen The Departed. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. Um, yeah, Shape of Water uh, is good. Shape Argo of Water by is Toyota. good. The artist is fun. You know, it's a fun movie. The artist, it's fun. Put on the poster. The artist, it's fun. I think I have to. I don't think I really have any other. Oh God, I mean, there are it. a couple of choices, but I think, I think I gotta go the shape of water. Okay, interesting. I thought you were gonna go for maybe Return of the King, um, but yeah, it's. I mean, I I do love the Lord of the Rings movies. It's been a mm. very long time since I've seen them. Um, I've watched them recently, um, so I've I renewed yeah. appreciation for them. There, I mean, let's look at these. There are some good movies here. Like, I think Spotlight is very, very good, for example. By yeah, I was point. considering 
considering Spotlight as well. I mean, it is a, a great, great movie. But Hurt Locker I, is really efficient and good. Slumdog, I do like. Argo, efficient and good. Yeah, Argo's not bad. Um, King's Speech is like, eh, but it's also yeah. kind of a, is efficient and gets stuff done. That's kind of like season thing. I've never seen Minutes of a Baby, so I wouldn't pick it. Um, I haven't, and I haven't seen, seen Chicago over a decade, probably. I like Birdman. Um, Birdman's not terrible. I actually um, do like Birdman a lot. I need to rewatch it. I loved it when I saw it at the cinema. That was a long time ago, obviously. Um, Nomadland, yeah. eh. Coda, eh. Green Book, actively bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really like Coda or Nomadland. Um, and this includes Beautiful Mind and Gladiator, right? Uh, not Gladiator, but A Beautiful Mind, yes. But but Max was Desmos Brilliant was up for one of the. We had Russell Crowe up for one. Oh, of... that's is is that my am I getting my. No, maybe we were off on our well, actor. You know, picks, but what, uh, whatever. Uh, well, that was thinking... that was me that read them. So that was my fault anyway. Um, yeah, um, Beautiful Mind, bad Gladiator. I like, but it's not great. That's wild that it's two in, in a row though. That's um. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Impressive. Sting is also they're not great. Yeah, it's, inter- it's it's kind of a bummer, like looking at the best picture list and not being like. I mean, I know that we've locked out like the few great ones already, but it's oh, like, yeah. like, like both those being like, uh. Moonlight being one of the greatest films ever made, um, and Parasite being absolutely brilliant. Um, but you know, twelve yeah, years is is astonishing. Yeah, you definitely you locked down the first the, the two best options. <laughs> well, yeah, so. but because well, I didn't want you to pick Parasite at the end, so I wanted to get rid of that. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would have gone for No Country as well, but I already already locked yeah. that one too. And then so. yeah, you locked out your No Country. I locked out the Moonlight, and bam. Um, All right. Yeah. So, do you want to read off your final ballot? Yeah. So, in, if the Oscar, you know, this is me picking the greatest Oscar movies I've made, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> In my perfect Oscars, which is animated feature Spider Verse, I'm really happy with that one. That's a great pick. Yeah, um, international feature Parasite, great pick. Best score Fellowship, great pick. I started so well. Cinematography Blade Runner, yes. Um, supporting actress Yuna Jung, Minari. Um, supporting actor Mahasha Ali, Moonlight. Best actor Denzel, Training Day. Best actress Nappy Portman, Black Swan. Adapted original screenplay Eternal Sunshine, and best pick Trojan Slave. I'm gonna boy, it's it's I'm <laughs> your actor picks are way more diverse than mine, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, you, you seem to copy the the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> um Alright, so my list, uh, best animated feature, Spirited Away, Best International Feature, Drive My Car, Best Score, The Social Network, Best Cinematography, Pan's Lab. I look at your list and I think I vote for you. I think I vote for <laughs> Best Supporting Actress, <laughs> Tilda Swinton and Michael Clayton. Best Supporting Actor, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. Best Actor, Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood. Best Actress, Olivia Colman in The Favourite. Best Screenplay, Get Out. And Best Picture, The Shape of Water. I think we've proved that the Oscars nominate and give awards to boring movies. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots yeah. of brilliant films here, but I think it's that we felt just like forced into corners so frequently. Yeah. Um, the Oscars are bad. Yeah, this there's bad. the real telling thing was like looking through those and like knowing what else was nominated and like mm. shut out of like stuff that just absolutely should not have won. Um, I think your first four are absolutely brilliant. So Spirit of Winter of My Castle, Janelle, Compass, Labyrinth, just like yeah, I'm very happy with those. Then, then you lose me a little bit. I'll be honest, and I think you only get <laughs> me out right, get me back right at the end with the last two. Okay, yeah, which have water. Um, 
But, I mean, I'm pretty yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my whole list. I, I, I do think your uh, your actor picks are maybe uh, a stronger, but we'll see what the people decide. So I will the remind people, everybody. The people united once again, will never be there defeated. Will be, there will be a link to a poll. Um, I'll figure out the best way to distribute the picks. poll. Maybe a Google um, form. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a Google form. Maybe I'll just kind of get some feelers out for the easiest way to do a maybe uh, some feelers maybe some feelers maybe some feelers um so if you can vote in that we would greatly appreciate it and we can determine which of us had the best draft for the oscars and if you don't want to vote in the poll or if you did vote in the poll and just have some thoughts please email in and let us know what you think Um, we would just love to respond um, to your thoughts on the draft so please send us an email at thinkingofspoiling at gmail.com and we will respond to all of those on our next episode i have no idea what we will be talking about because um, I, I don't know well, what's coming out but well i know what's coming out we've got scream v um that is that releasing at the same time in the uk um wednesday over here oh okay yes yeah, i'm seeing so, it tuesday i think so so scream v um there's quite a few things. I mean, you know, I mean, I think actually we've skipped Ant-Man at this point, so I think you're quite pleased that we won't Ant-Man. I am quite um, pleased. You still haven't seen I, it, right? No, I've just been busy. Um, yeah. Just not the time um, to see it. Um, I want to, I meant to see Ant-Man and Cocaine Bear and I've just not managed. I could have, I guess that more reflects my actual interest in the film. <laughs> I just could have made the time and just, just did not. Um, yeah, I mean, I also have not made the time, shockingly, for Cocaine Bear. Um, yeah which I'm just not enticed by at all. Um, John Wick also coming out this month. I don't know if we'll be able to... No, we won't be able to... You won't be able to see that in time. Um, Okay. But Is Creed out in my country? Can I go see Creed 3 at a cinema? Is it out? I I don't know. I I know nothing of UK releases. It came out today, I think, uh, here. I don't know if it came out at the same time. I don't think it did. Seems like nothing ever does come out at the same time, except for Scream, apparently. Yeah, it's becoming more and more annoying, I think. It does um, seem like it It used to be when we first started the podcast, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it's made slightly worse by me okay, seeing things I, early I, sometimes. I, but... I could go see Creed 3 at any point. Okay. So, I thought Creed 3 was three hours long. Uh, no, there was actually, <laughs> we were having a discussion about that earlier because uh, our listener and friend Luke thought that it was three hours long, and it is not. It is only two hours long. Why did I think it was three hours long? I think there was like a mistaken runtime put in somewhere. Um, yeah, because I was so just some like, people I thought it was really three long. Three-hour Creed movie because I was no, generally not. not looking forward to seeing it because it's three hours long. It's just under two hours. Okay. Yeah, no, it's right, a it's okay. a clean two hours. I think it's maybe even too short. It's one but... one fifty-six. Okay. Oh, you want the three-hour cut? Really? I don't want three cut. hours of it. Release the slider it... cut. You had the slider. <laughs> it flies by and not in the best way. It's a little bit. Oh, no, I'm just the podcast like is a, happening right now. Floats like a hummingbird. Sings like a bee. Creed three flies by too quickly. So. Tune in next time for no, maybe... No, don't tune what? in next time, because we need to recommend a movie. Oh, I honestly... We also need to gear up for Gran Turismo. I didn't know what segments we were doing in this show. I didn't know if we were doing it's everything still, or we were just the doing God, the... It's still the okay. goddamn podcast. It's still the goddamn podcast. Well, so... uh, <laughs> clearly we didn't plan this podcast as well as we should have. I have nothing prepared for Gran Turismo, so and I hope you do. <laughs> beep, beep, put in the sound here. Gear up for Gran Turismo. Uh, you know what? Shall I read my brother's review of Gran Turismo Seven? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume based on that that you have not played any Gran Turismo. 
<laughs> since the last time we recorded. Uh, I haven't either. No. I moved my, my PlayStation back out of my office, no. and it's now back in no. the living room. I was playing a perhaps suspect video game in which you can drive small Russian cars. <laughs> um, I was watching you play that video game, and um, it did not look good. <laughs> no, I've played a lot of that game. I've almost finished it now. Um, oh my god. You, can drive, you later can drive small Russian cars, but only one car, and they're all red. So you can only drive the red exactly saloon car, and you have to just find them in the world, because there's a light open world later. And you just find those cars and just drive those ones, and you run over robots again. Achievement. So I got an open world, vaguely but not really. Oh, okay. um, it's not really. It's basically just an impediment to. I'll talk about this in the stack. Listen to Office Hours in the stacks. <laughs> I'll talk about it then. I will. <laughs> not even the next one because the next one's about Hi-Fi Rush. That'll be out by now. Um, but then I'll talk about it because I've finished it. Um, don't play the game. I'm not going to mention. It's not good. All right. Well, let's hear Gear Steven's up, brother's review of Gran Turismo 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't have it ready, but now I will. We oh had God. so much time. I was I was bullshit. No, I was giving you filler. I got... Oh, okay. You know what? I won't read his review. I will instead read his most recent status. What? All the GT7 super license tests are full lap challenges. Long sad face. Okay, I don't know what that means. So, gear up for Gran Turismo. That's the whole segment this week? It was about five minutes. <laughs> have you have you watched any more Neil Blomkamp movies? No. I haven't either. I described to my friend Albert at the pub today what the Gran Turismo movie is about, and he said it sounded interesting. Oh, all right. Well, we're we're getting interest. We're the we're the guerrilla marketing team for Gran Turismo. He, said, he first asked me, "Are the main characters cars?" And I said, "No." That would be great, though. I said, in a way, the Nuremberg Ring is like a character itself, much like the city Manhattan in the movie. Do you think we've been talking about the Nuremberg Ring a lot? Do you think it's going to be in the movie at all? <laughs> oh my god! Um, what else? What other? It better be. What else they could put in it if not the Nuremberg Ring? Silverstone. You've listened, you've got you've extended past the names of racetracks that I know, which is one. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the Nuremberg Ring will be in it. Um, listeners, write in. Do you think the Nuremberg Ring will be in the Gran Turismo movie? <laughs> we got a lot of calls to action this episode. We're gonna get a lot of engagement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gearing up, and now let's give down into recommendations you first down into... me first this is the first time that i am not ready uh, okay now, well, now it's I me can... scrolling through my diary i can go what's you going um All so right. i've been reading a really a really excellent book at the moment a really good film book and when you're reading a really good film book what it actually does is it creates you a to watch list as you are reading it and especially because mm. it's film criticism and film analysis you feel the need to have watched the film beforehand so i'm pausing for a few pages to watch a bunch of movies um, the book is is really good. It's by Patricia Pisters. It's called New Blood in Contemporary Cinema, Women Directors and the Poetics of Horror. It's a really Ooh. good book so far. I, mean, I um, love that it's, title. It's, it's, it's a, basically, it takes the work of um, Carol Clover and others, and I've read Men, Women and Chainsaws, like most people, and I love it. Um, so it takes that, this idea of a feminist reading of horror, and it says, you know what, there has not been a full analysis of the female canon of horror, and is horror different when it is feminized in that way it starts with a very good kind of like intersectional understanding and it starts with a um, a statement about binary um 
framework is working within and understanding that it's more complex than that. So it is it is aware of what's going on um, and it presents its plan as the feminised approach applied to horror films and what gains from that. What's really cool about it is it explores contemporary cinema, hence the title, but it also bounces back to look at the 70s feminist cinema that was not horror per se to balance okay. it to it. So it takes like Gene Dillman, for example, which is kind of a horror film and can be read as a yeah. horror film and I, uses that yeah. as an expression of feminist thought to see okay. do the ideas of the feminist film in the 70s, which is a key movement for feminist film, exist in contemporary film now? And is there as kind of like a, a shared language of the the female political um, right. in film? And as going through this, I keep finding loads of stuff. So you, you may be looking at my letterbox recently and be very confused because I'm watching basically a bunch of Emmett Shyamalan movies and then seemingly completely <laughs> I, random You know films. what? You're right. It, I have been wondering where your picks have been coming from because they have been very all over the place. But Yeah, is, they're not all over the place. They've it's all very been, interesting. If, you, yeah, if yeah, you've been noticing, sense, no. they, they, have, they have been from this book. Um, so uh, female-directed horror films, a bunch of. Um, so I watched a, a couple from Stephanie Rothman um, from 1966, Bloodbath, which is co-directed and is an absolute mess of a movie, but it's compelling. Before that, The Velvet Vampire, um, which is from 1971, which I think you would like more. It's really cool, okay. woozy vampire movie. It's not great, but it's cool. Love woozy um, Office Killer, which is kind of like... So the, the photographer, Cindy Sherman, um, directed this. Um, it's a only okay. film. It's, it's got a great Carol Kane performance centre of it. It's a fun, campy slasher that's directed really strangely because she's not a film director right. and her choices are all atypical and it's kind of cool um i am somebody is a really important film the first um film one of the earliest films from a black female director it's a, a okay. documentary from the 1970s um it's it's cool it's a 30 minute film so it's not a feature film um but the one that i'm going to recommend is welcome to the terror dome terror dome sorry um welcome to the terror dome is absolutely awesome. Very interested in this one. And you would like this movie a lot. Um, it is a movie from 1995. Um, it is the first British film from a black female director, um, Ngozi Udwara, um, who is of Nigerian heritage. And it is about um, that as well. So it starts with the Igbo landing, um, which a, a fictionalised portrayal of the Igbo landing, this idea of Igbo people landing um, on the coast of the country where they would be enslaved and realising that all that was there for them was enslavement. They chose death over enslavement um, and they died by drowning. And it takes that as a metaphor that it runs throughout the film and then it jumps to a indeterminate um, point. It is unclear where we are because there are some kind of like British signifiers, some American signifiers that are kind of like... It's it just... Which is there to make a parallel, obviously, between like the British and English, sorry, British and American treatment of of of, of black communities. Right. So it is in the near future, but kind of really the present, and okay. it is influenced by like the murder of um, Stephen Lawrence, um, influenced by the riots in quotes in Los Angeles, and a whole number of, kind of like racially motivated attacks and like horrific events. Right. Um, it takes place in a dystopian future in quotes where the black community are segregated realistically so it's a ghettoized community called the pterodome um where they live under kind of like enforcement and therefore it's a place of like of, of, of culture and art and expression but it is also a place of like violence and between the each other if it has this right. idea that the oppressed community 
that will create these circumstances that we then subjugate the community for. So that kind yeah. of like broken windows theory, kind of like showing what it is of being like, oh, this place don't go there. It's what's it's made that way by the powers that be. Right. And it is a Romeo and Juliet story that's a little bit weak because it is it kind of like there's a concession made to a presumed white audience. This was interesting because clearly this is the first film from a black female filmmaker. This was hard to make. It took several years to yeah. get it made. Um, and there are clear concessions. It is a very palatable runtime of 90 minutes. It is every idea thrown in the film. There is more idea than there is in the film. And I really admire it for that because it's very much like I've got one shot. Yeah. I may not make a film again. I'm putting everything in there in Absolutely. too short a time. So it's a little bit of a mess. Um, the acting is not great. Um, but it's so cool. And the Igbo landing idea very much comes to this point of there is a need to resist um, right. a need to rise up against normalised oppression and to recontextualise that moment as a moment of resistance, of clear resistance because the directors have talked about how that was debated at the time um, but also to make this point and to legitimise that somewhat because there are some who make the point that yes, you know, you you survive well, survive is the wrong word, obviously that's really bad of me, but you, you were not enslaved at that point, but look what happened in the future when rights were quote, given, unquote. And this right, film yeah. makes the point of another kind of enslavement is happening, of another yeah. kind of cultural subjugation is happening. Um, therefore, there is still the need to resist and to resist violently when needed. And that's a tragic occurrence, but a, a necessary occurrence. And it's a really powerful, spiteful, angry, really beautifully expressed, righteous work of art. And I really, really loved it. Um, 90 minutes long on the Criterion channel. Please watch it, everyone. Welcome to... Um, two is in the Roman numerals, the Terror Dome. Awesome movie. There's more than one movie with uh, two in the title now uh, that I know of that are. There's a great movie, the other being Menace to Society. Yes, which is, and, also really which is funny because a, a, a friend of ours, I think Trav, said that he hadn't watched his film because he thought it was a sequel. And I oh. said, yeah, <laughs> but you need to watch Menace One Society first. <laughs> Yeah, Menace to Society is great. I really, I didn't know that it was really? on uh, Criterion, so I'll have to check. It is, that out yeah. Soon. It's 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 a rough um, transfer. It's a okay, kind of yeah. like proper like VHS only because this movie has not had a proper. Um, and God knows if you could have this. I mean, you could. There are wizards out there that can do all kinds of brilliant things. Um, but God knows what the original materials looked like at this right, stage. Right, that, that even exists to be restored, right? Yeah, but I'm sure that AI, because AI can make like animation now, so. It can probably do that. Yeah, that's a good debate to start right here at the end of the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I haven't had that conversation enough recently. Um, I actually have a. No, I don't really care. I'm not waiting. I have no idea. <laughs> um, that's perfectly acceptable. Um, I've got quite a lot of options here. Of course, as always, um, Stephen has a really uh, culturally important and relevant and meaningful pick that he uh, describes very uh, eloquently. And Thank you. Um, I have mostly been watching um, just action and trash recently, um, as is... Um, I like the I separation there. That's really well. um, What was that? I like the separation. There's action and there's trash. <laughs> well, <laughs> not action, I, trash. I didn't want to say action trash because I have been watching legitimately great action and also trash. So I, there had to be a separation there. Um, uh, Cruel Jaws is great, but it's not an action masterpiece. Um, I, gonna... I could. What's up? What do you got? Oh, can I recommend you another film? Just you. Sure. Um, briefly. Um, Maybe we'll see what you say. Watch the shout. Oh, that's the um, the uh, Drizzy Skimalowski yeah. movie about a person who can scream so loud it kills everybody. 
I mean, that sounds. I watch listed that when I saw your review. I was like, this sounds great. Yeah, um, watch the show. You like it. Um, I could I could recommend this movie that I watched um, a couple of days ago, and while I was watching it, Impulse bought the Blu-ray, which is now in my hands. Um, <laughs> which is Death Has Blue Eyes. Um, not going to be my recommendation. So Death wears high heels, but, and Death has blue eyes. The two things I know about Death. Um, but this is great garbage. <laughs> it is terrible nonsense, but I had a blast with it. Okay. Um, but not what I'm going to recommend. It's, it's I like think... Magic Mike's Last Dance in that way. <laughs> exactly like Magic Mike's Last Dance, a film that I love. <laughs> um, quote him, instead, quote him. I will I will recommend a film that I liked so much I watched it twice in two days. Um, I watched it by myself, and then I was like, Jack, you need to see this movie. So I showed it to Jack and watched it with him. Um, but Sui Hark's The Blade is absolutely incredible. What is it with you and Blade movies? I love Bla- I love movies with Blade in the title. Blade, uh... <laughs> The Blade, both sides of The Blade. Well, all right, not, maybe not that one. <laughs> Blade Runner. Blade Runner, it's true. Um, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. I did. I have seen that. I don't think I like it. Um, Blades in saddles. <laughs> okay, does that? That might be a bit of a stretch. Um, so I'll, I'll continue on my my recommending um, cool Hong Kong action films by recommending The Blade. Um, it is kind of um, I would I would I would connect it to the the wuxia genre. Um, it is Sui Hark's only wuxia film, and it is just absolutely wild. Um, it's very different um, and effectively different than most wuxia, which I think people generally think of like the very like floaty and beautiful action. Um, and I think there's like highly saturated and colorful, um, like we were talking about earlier, like films like Crouching Tiger. Um, which is a beautiful film. I think you'll find we didn't talk about Crash Tiger earlier. <laughs> well, we mentioned it several times. We didn't talk about that. But the blade is kind of like this inverted wuxia kind of thing, where it's extremely bleak and brutal and dark, and it's very desaturated. It exists in kind of this like non-reality and kind of this weird kind of dusty western town kind of thing. Oh and Lord! You watch Blade of the Immortal. That I, I do like that movie, but not what I watched. <laughs> um, and it centers on this guy who is part of like um, it's like a swordsmith. There's like a, a big swordsmith group, and so there's all these swordsmiths. This guy has no dad, and he finds out <laughs> that his father was killed. <laughs> he finds out. The, the guy the, the the master swordsmith who kind of adopted him he finds out that his father was killed by like the the bad guy um, who's like this, this mad <laughs> this this madman who's like covered in tattoos and hence um, the bad guy hence the bad guy um, so he decides to go and get revenge and so he chose the blade while you were doing whatever 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 <laughs> exactly um but in the process uh he gets attacked by some 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 bandits and he loses his arm and so then he has to find a way to train to be able to fight the the villain and so he's got like this broken blade and he's only got one arm and so he learns how to fight with his this this blade and it just becomes this absolutely crazy uh he he basically learns this technique of just like spinning wildly and 
It's Sounds wild. Like Soul it Calibur. Is... What's that? Sounds like Soul Calibur. Just like Soul Calibur. Um, or for those um, uh, for those fans of Bloodborne, like the Hunter Axe Spin to Win. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I follow. I follow. <laughs> um, but yeah, the blade it is it is a hyper violent, um, super bleak and brutal, bloody wuxia um, that I highly, highly recommend. Um, just mm. absolutely phenomenal action stuff. Um, Fear the old blood, excellent. Fear the old blood, absolutely. Um, but that is my recommendation for the week and we'll see if next week I come in with something different or if I go for more wild well, Hong Kong action next week we won't have a podcast but the week after All right. next episode <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent um, well there you go excellent recommendations Stephen, and I tentatively 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 with the most tentativity I've ever recommended okay I Spit in Your Grave is a very interesting movie, and if you think mm-hmm. that you would be interested in watching it, um, and it does not relate to you or your experiences, um, it's an interesting movie to get your head around, um, and it's a better movie than I thought it would be, but it's still deeply flawed in ways, and I would see why anyone would absolutely despise it. But a really interesting movie, that I, I'm only saying this because I've been putting off watching this film for years and years and years and years and years at this point years and years and years because like i just don't want to watch it right and i finally read about it so much i was like i need to and you know what if you're like me and you've seen um other films in its genre which i won't say by name so you've seen your last house you've seen your straw dogs you've seen your rashomon even you've seen your virgin spring um revenge etc 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 um this is one of the better ones and one of the more interesting ones in that genre. And I listed pretty much the good ones apart from Last House, which I think is not very good. Um, so, oh, and The Nightingale, obviously, which is absolutely stunning. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah, um, please. Uh, well, do. Stephen gets two recommendations, so I will officially recommend Death Has Blue Eyes, which nobody can see me holding up my Blu ray, but mm, I am. It. <laughs> um, it's absolute nonsense. It's on Arrow, so <laughs> check it out. <laughs> okay. Death Has Blue Eyes. Cool. Um, uh, she has green eyes. It's the title doesn't make any sense. Oh, I love that um, even more. <laughs> but is she deaf? Yeah, no. She oh, kills she... people by looking at them, so it's yeah, pretty cool. Maybe we'll cool, kill people, but they're, they're not deaf. Well, but how many people can do it just by looking at you? Three. <laughs> just. Pondering, um, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, what do you got going on this 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 fortnight? Um, this fortnight, well, obviously battle royale. No, um, so this fortnight, as we say in Britain, um, uh, I obviously we are within March night Shyamalan, the the holiest of months. Um, what Shyamalan movies are you going to watch for March night Shyamalan? Out of interest. I don't have anything on my list right now. Uh, I'll probably check out The Happening, though. I'm interested. I think you should. I think it's really good. Um, actually, or do I? That podcast's not out yet. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have views on The Happening. That It'll I probably know. be out by the time um, uh, yeah, this podcast probably. is out. Um, so, yeah, over on The Stacks. So, The Stacks podcast. And please support us on patreon.com slash The Stacks on Film. March Night Shyamalan. Um, where I, I, which has actually been a really rewarding process. What an interesting filmography, uh, which I keep fluctuating between being like, oh, I like him so much more now, and then being like, oh, it's an absolute, absolute crap. Um, rewarding to see as a whole. Interesting. Um, so I would recommend checking us out on the stacks and doing wider things there. Still checking out movies that people have told us to watch, 
Um, I think we're going to rewatch the Palm Beach story, which is a movie that I love, and Jack has his only three stars. So Preston Stone's classic. I know that Paul doesn't like old movies, um, but Palm Beach story. That's um, quite an really... accusation. I mean, do you? You're a fan. It depends. Of what? How, how are you defining a, old? <laughs> you a Preston Sturgis fan? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, oh. not that. I, I guess I shouldn't say no. I should say I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not say, very familiar. I've seen loads of movies, and they're all really, really good. <laughs> I think you'd like, though. I mean, Screwball. I think I think we should enter your Vaughn Screwball era. I, I'm not through my Hong Kong action and also trash era. <laughs> again, sure, separating I'm, the two. And again, I'm yet to enter that, so you know, I can so, I can yeah. be we'll all flip back just just because you know. <laughs> the literary establishment likes my ears more therefore i can make it seem like i am superior when actually you've, you've watched so many more films than me recently um so there you go that's stacks what about you anything anything on your end um i mean nothing not, not like any big exciting projects but i oh, do have this month i've got uh scream six and uh john wick chapter four will scream be what, being sorry? reviewed uh scream v, scream v. Uh, will, v. Be, <laughs> will be reviewed on the site uh, very mm. excited for both of those. I am. I'm finding myself looking forward to Scream. Scream. Yeah, same. I've even though I blank... don't like Scream Five at all. I've kind of blanked Five Scream out of my head. Um, yeah, it's weird. Maybe it's just this... that they've gone with a new setting, and it seems like things are different. And maybe I'm more interested because people are mad about it. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm, it. Also, though it was only a year ago, it came out so close to the beginning of the year. I feel like I, it was so easy to like. Yeah, well. And yeah. It's like Five Crew never came out, so I'm excited for Scream B. I'm, my, my, I think my hope in the back of my head is that now that they have established their presence in the franchise and they've made a film, that they can kind of now just go crazy and do it. I'm they hoping want. that this is the Halloween ends to the Halloween kills that is Five Crew. That would be great. And Halloween what you're saying of, pe- of people hating this, it seems like it is maybe going to be a little bit Halloween ends in terms of like a. Let's it's do true. It different interesting thing yeah and i mean i'm much more interested in scream being different than scream being the same thing that was done in the 90s over and over again so if we do cover scream v the prone criticism of scream sequels fundamentally make no sense and don't work that is true but also i like slasher sequels you know sue me i think i mean i don't think fundamentally there's there's necessarily like it it's just that they keep doing the same thing, and then Scream Five was about Ryan Johnson, and that didn't make any sense. So, uh, no, I, I also do think fundamentally they don't work because I think the whole idea is it is it is a commentary on the genre and like stands alone as this kind of like tearing apart, and then yeah. the moment you go beyond that, you lose that singularity. Um, yeah, and that, it, I mean, beca- that is true. it becomes franchise and continuity right. of characters that were never supposed to be characters. And it becomes part of the thing as opposed to a singular. You wouldn't have, I know it's a bad comparison, you wouldn't have Cabin in the Woods 2. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that, that would not make sense. Um, aside from the fact that everyone's dead, except for, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, everyone's the, dead. <laughs> yeah, but there, um, You may have heard it, but there was a, um, a question and answer with the director of that movie, and someone asked him making a sequel, and his response was, did you see the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know how you would do that in any way. <laughs> yeah, the old, the old gods rose and the world is over, but yeah, fine. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, I understand the desire for it, since I think people like are like, what if it was a different scenario, but yeah. it definitely wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's the Cabin in the Woods podcast. Yeah. Um, Where we break down the woods. <laughs> we'll see you next fortnight, but for now, mm. I'm thinking of ending this podcast. Good. 